Spiracles here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Mike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. Let's be clear yeah. here, Pike. You don't hate anyone's children, okay? You you do hate French toast, but not anyone's children. I don't know if that's true. I think, honestly, <laughs> the the French toast thing is probably more of a lie than the kids thing. Because I really, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I I've been trying to not reveal this because I know, like, I I've painted myself as the the cinnamon kind of French toast hating guy. But yeah. yeah. We we've been they been I get oatmeal and so they have variety packs and then they have the maple brown sugar exclusive packs oh, which yeah. is I what I like but they've not had those in the high fiber variety which I like because it helps you poo oh yeah and so yeah. we had to get the the variety packs and so some of them are cinnamon and I'm not gonna just throw them away so I'll force myself to eat it and for some reason the oatmeal is kind of turning me on to the cinnamon Ooh. like it's very. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of into it now. All right, I, like I haven't tried, I haven't tried. It's like I'm just trying marijuana, and now I, I need to like go try some other things, but I haven't yet. You're saying cinnamon is the gateway drug of spices? Is that what you're... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very dangerous. <laughs> or maybe it's oatmeal. Oatmeal is the gateway drug to spice because it's oh, yeah. so bland. Pretty... You have to put something in it just to liven it up. Oh, plain oatmeal is vomit. Oh, it's oh, just God. awful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you eat, yeah, if you're gonna have oatmeal, oatmeal you're you're a, you're, a, you're a murderer. You're, we we found the serial killer. It's in the cereal aisle yeah. of all places too. Like it's some <laughs> sociopath is like, I have no feelings. I feel no empathy, and also I eat oatmeal plain. Guilty. He's guilty. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, it's the last one that drove it home. Yeah. Well, you know, when they raided uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment, cupboards were full of it. Yeah, dude. All he, all he ate was oatmeal. Oh, God. Can you imagine that Quaker oat guy just staring you down with that white locks poking out of his little Amish hat, whatever he's got, that little yeah. stovepipe hat, whatever it's called, <laughs> looking down at <laughs> yeah, you man. while... Dahmer yeah. sharpening his dinner knife. Oh, just. I should clear. Yeah, I did say that's all he ate. I forgot about the kids. <laughs> yeah. How did he liven up his oatmeal, Pike? Human. Yeah, just... Human. Is how he. He's just, oh, this needs a dash of thumbs. I just need to throw a couple thumbs in this one. Uh, just a couple chunks of Billy. <laughs> Yum. Yeah, gross, gross, gross. You think cannibals make horrible puns when they're eating people? They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I I guess I put my foot in my mouth or whatever. You know, oh, making these horrible, stupid jokes all the time. 
if they were worth their salt, they would. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're all, uh, like, Bundy, he was a, I've heard, a charming guy. I'm sure he was cracking wise. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm all thumbs today. And then in his pocket, is just there's just human thumbs in there. He's like, <laughs> making jokes. I, if somebody said to me, I'm all thumbs today, I would... I would definitely assume they're, they're maybe not a serial killer, but a, a fucking weirdo. What yeah. does that mean? Yeah, you would immediately frisk them down. You'd be like, where's the thumbs? You've never heard I'm all thumbs today? That's like, I can't grab onto something. Like, I keep dropping things left and right. Oh, I'm all thumbs today. Which really no. makes no sense because the thumb is the thing you grab things successfully with all the time. Yeah, it's a big part of it. It's what led to our evolution as the alpha predator on Earth. This thing. Yeah. Without these things, what do you got? It's why we can, it's why dolphins don't run this planet and we do. You know what I mean? It's this right here the thumb and the brain. Yeah. That's it. I don't trust animals with thumbs because they're too smart. Okay. Raccoons, lemurs, any of the great apes. Fuck those things. I do not trust them. I do not like them. They are competition okay anything with without an opposable thumb we own we dominate you uh i am not worried about you yeah what if a raccoon came busting your door down and he looked at you and he said guess who's all thumbs now bitch and he went like this and that was the end of your <laughs> yeah and he pulls out a life. butterfly knife i'd be like ah yeah thumbs <laughs> You never have to worry about a donkey with a butterfly knife. You know, it's only the raccoons. <laughs> huh. I tell you. Uh, look, is it a comedy finance show? Yeah. Ran by two non-financial advisors. That right there. This man, not all thumbs, loves himself some chicken, was just eating some at Pike Taylor Radio. Go ahead and give him a follow on all social media. Not here for financial advice. I'm at Sparks Radio on all social media. Go ahead and give me a follow. And my God, the committee, Pike, has been hitting me up on social media. We should. What do they it. want? <clears throat> Man, the committee. Look, if you are here and you're watching, we consider you as part of the committee. And if you want to take yourself and elevate to another level, we're talking about the Patreon, my friend. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. It, it's only a buck a month, dude. A buck a month, you become an elevated member, which we're going to hit you up here. I'll explain why here in a second. Only a dollar a month. And it goes $3 for the Project Pay M, which we are so close, which is going to lead me to this point. Member of the special committee is five bucks a month where we do a whole other podcast, a whole separate thing called Five on Friday. Every Friday, we release uh five us answering five of your questions and we bring in comedian greg salerno on board as well it's a fun one completely uncensored it gets a little wild sometimes and has nothing to do with finance yeah and the reason why i bring up pike is because we have to give an old shout out to Ryan, who became a member of the special committee over the weekend i love it Shout out to Ryan. Thank you so much, man. Welcome aboard, Ryan. Grab a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> what does uh, that yeah. mean? I don't know. I don't know. If you're all thumbs, grab all the shovels you can because you can <laughs> successfully hold a lot of things. It's a stupid saying. Nothing doesn't make sense. But I will say this. The reason why I bring up Project Payham is because when we hit 30, 
when we hit 30 of these guys right here, 30 Project Payhem members, we will blow that cash. We haven't tapped into it at all. We're at 28. Ryan makes the 28th patron on Patreon, the 28th member of the special committee. When we hit 30, dude, we're going to take that money and we're going to blow it. Okay. This is what's fun. We're going to blow it on a fun, public, practical joke. We're going to look for your suggestions. We're going to take it to Patreon where you're going to vote anyone who's in the Project Pay Him level on up. You're going to be able to decide what we do with that money and, you know, majority rules in that whole thing. We'll put it up as a poll. Most votes. We're going to take that money and we're going to do that joke. Okay. It's going to be great. And the reason why I bring up the elevated committee, which is only a buck, is because last episode, Pike, you and I were talking about who should we Photoshop us ourselves next to and try to get that celebrity to either comment or repost that photo, okay, on Instagram. It was a little, like, That's Photoshop right. competition. What did we get? We got some we got some people writing in here, which is great. So before we get to any farther and you're like, but I clicked on here to find out how landlords make money. We're going to get to that. Okay. This is how the show is ran. We're doing some comedy. Then we'll get into the money aspect, but we're talking about how landlords make money today. So uh, this is um, some suggestions, which I, I absolutely love. I got these over on Instagram. So if you have any more, please send them our way. We'll put it up on the show. Here's one. This guy sent in states, state Googles more than any other state. So these are like celebrities that states Google more than any other state, like D-list celebrities. So he says, here's a list of the most Googled D-list celebrities by state. You guys should go after the states you live in, LOL. So, Anne, is it Haish? God, it might be. I think it's Ann Hatch for you, Sparks, and Daisy Fuentes for Pike. What the fuck is that? Da you know who Daisy Fuentes is? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, dude. Smoke show, bro. Daisy. I got it. Fuentes. Cuban-American television host, model, actress, and comedian. Oh, she does it all, huh? Dude. <laughs> Kidding me? I don't know what she looks like now, but I remember when she was... Uh, in the 90s, she was, like, always on television and always, like, yeah, 1994, dude. Dude, she still, she looks even better now. Good for her. Oh, dude. Yeah, Daisy Fuentes. Mm -hmm. She married mm -hmm. Richard Marks, of all people, in 2015. Who's that? Richard Marks, he sings, he sings <laughs> songs. He's, like, an 80s guy. He sings, uh, what's his big one? You'll know it. Uh, <laughs> You'll know it. Right here waiting. Uh, Endless summer yeah, nights. Yeah. Front row seat. I don't know. Yeah. Right here waiting is. How's it go? Right here waiting for you. Wherever you go. Da, 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 da. You know I'll be right here. Oh, awful. Ass trash booty cheeks. I'm out, bro. I'm out. I'm sorry. Whatever you do. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He's big on Twitter. Uh, I know he like he does Twitter stuff. Well, he's got a smoke show of a wife. I'll tell you that much. Maybe he wouldn't appreciate yeah, he you photoshopping yourself next to Daisy Fuentes. That'd be that'd be fun to get roasted by him, like they say. Dude, yeah, exactly. 
good old dick roast good old dick marks he, he leaves a strong <laughs> dick marks all over your pocket <laughs> a bunch of dude what are all those dick marks <laughs> no wonder he goes by richard man There's... yeah <laughs> poor guy was made fun of so bad you know he was in his room yeah. like i will be a singer I will prove them all wrong, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As he's Googling, are these dick marks normal? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I took a, here's a here's a blown up picture of the D list celebrities each day Googles that he sent. So, yeah, mine's Ann Haish. Who's Ann Haish? I don't, well, I, dude, I don't know who this is. Ann Hey, oh, I know this lady. She was. Was she with oh, she? She, I think dated she, Ellen. She, she dated Ellen, but also dated Han Solo. What's that guy's name? Han Solo is Richard Harrison. <laughs> Harrison Ford. <laughs> Dick Harrison. Good old Harry Dick. Good old Dick Harry. Uh yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah, she uh Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's Anne Hayes. Dude, Wait. I'll Photoshop myself with Anne Hayes. Okay. Dude, she's from Aurora, Ohio. She's from here. Huh. She never left, huh? No, she oh, no, went and no, she no, made no. it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she made it. Screwing all sorts of people. Wait, so she's she was married to a dude named Coleman. Boy, you know, I don't see she's married, so I'm not going to cause any jealousy issues. She seems like a really fun person, okay? She's like, she's with both men and ladies. She's got a couple of kids. Seems like she's down. She's down for this kind of stuff, so... Yeah. Oh, she was on Dancing with the Stars recently. Perfect. I got my in. Okay, Anne Heche. Uh, it's a, just a suggestion. Anne Heche for you, or for me. Uh, Daisy Fuentes for you. Good Lord. Uh, and then, of course, we got some other suggestions flying in here. We have Photoshop, Pike, and Rocco Stifretti. And I didn't know who that was. So I looked up who that is. Do you know who that okay. is, Pike? No, no idea. Uh, Rocco Stiff Reddy is, uh, an Italian porno actor. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and his name is Stiff Reddy. So that's his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Known as the Italian Stallion. Of course he is. Good old Rock Stiff Reddy. He's <laughs> ready to roll there. Uh... <laughs> All right. I didn't know who that was. I had no idea. So there's Rocco Stiff Ready, and then still have to figure out who I'm going to be photoshopped with. This guy writes in. So, all right. Some 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 suggestions. Here's some more from the from the uh, committee. We have Photoshop with you with James Wood. Then ask him to say, good morning, boys. Good morning, boys. Good morning, boys. Uh, I love that one. That'd be amazing. Um... We have this one here, Andy Dick, for either of you, my vote. <laughs> That's what the message is. 
Okay. Uh, Andy Dick is doing one of the greatest Pauly Shore movies of all time called In the Army Now, which if you haven't seen, it is definitely worth a watch. Fantastic film. So shout out to the committee. So far, we've got Andy Dick, James Woods, Rocco Stiffretti, Anne Heche, and Daisy Fuentes. If you have another suggestion as to who we should Photoshop ourselves in a picture next to to try to get that celebrity to comment or repost that picture, and the person who does it first wins, and the person who does it last will have to get a punishment, well then, send it in here, all right? At Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. Give him the old hello, here's the guy kind of a thing, or at Sparks Radio on all social media as well. And real quick, before we dive into the money thing, Stefano, this guy in the committee, again, a member of the special committee, do you see this picture he sent in? It's got the oh, Sparks wow. Radio sticker. Look at this thing, dude. He's chilling on an island, uh, a Spanish island, Mallorca. Oh, look at that. Paradise, dude. Jesus. Wow, that looks like one of those Game of, Game of Thrones places. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. To anybody who wants to show? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, wow. Look at cool. three three drinks ready to go and a bunch of fucking olives. Got a bunch of olives. He's got the sticker. He's looking at the coast. I mean, just like a hell of a picture. Hell of a picture. I love it. So keep don't don't feel like you have to compete with Stefano. It could be on a, a urinal. I don't care. If you get the sticker, throw a picture up of you with the sticker. We absolutely love it. And I love this too, because Beerclees, another member of the special committee sent in this he's got all the tears of the stickers he goes i got the i got the letter you sent in the mail so he sent that to me thank you shout out to beer Cleese as well and ryan the newest member of the special committee look for your messages in patreon because that's where i ask you for your address and i'll mail it out to you i'm exhausted that was a lot of heavy lifting he did to start the show thank you i'll take it from here Tell us, how do landlords make money, Pike? Well, I you have assholes like me who rent all through their twenties and <laughs> you know have to pay late fees every month, so that's free money. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And what do you have you have other ideas? Uh yeah, I have some because I'm actually gonna become a landlord here. We're, this is the final push on the old rental property that we bought. So I'm gonna become a landlord Ooh. here. I think think at I mean it depends on when they stick a tenant in there but I have a property management company but it should be next week so really yeah oh you have a so do you hire a property manager like just a person like put an ad out or do the, it's a company that you say hey I want to put my house under your management correct there's you can do it either way and we went with a company okay. we went with a company okay. they have about a uh, hundred other rentals that they manage as well. Oh, wow. Um, so they know what they're doing, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to, look, you know, there's a lot of people, they'll get a rental property and they'll do it themselves and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And I think the best way to do it, if you're interested in getting real estate, like rental properties and generating passive income, is to just do it the way you feel necessary. I heard one quote, and that said, hey, I am in, I'm looking for an investment, not another job. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. That's that I want, I'll take well, one yeah. of those. Yeah. 
Well, no, it obviously comes down to dollars and cents. If you don't mind True. me asking, like, what is that? What does that cost to have somebody manage it? It's a great question, and I'll tease it because I'm going to go over all the numbers once once I'm done with it. Because I want to do a whole what is Sparks rental property by the numbers? How much money we spent on it? How much money we put into it? What's the revenue afterwards? And I'm doing it selfishly because I also want to see what it comes out to. Because I have a budget, and I'm within that budget, but I don't know the exact numbers, so I'm curious. Okay. All right. And okay. I'll, I'll go okay. over how much my property manager is going to charge me, and uh, but I will say it's per month. So that comes into the equation when you rent a place. Because a lot of people, and I, I want to talk about this today on the show for two reasons. One, a lot of people rent and they feel like they're getting ripped off with their rent or they feel like they're getting overcharged. Mm -hmm. And I want you to know that rent is negotiable, okay? So in order to negotiate rent, you have to come in with knowledge. So in a way, this episode is for the renters of the world to put a little arrow in their quiver for when they go and pick out a place. Uh, and then two, also this episode is for landlords. Because I hope by educating people who are looking to rent or looking to become a landlord, that it, it'll paint a picture as to just how landlords make money, how much they are making money. Because there's a whole, in my opinion, misnomer. It's like, hey, I pay $1,800 a month and all he's got to do is pay the mortgage and the rest is profit. And it doesn't work that way. That's not how numbers work in terms of rental property. So let's go over it here. Let's, let's break it down here. How much right, does sure. the landlord make? Um, it's a very generic question because there's a, like Pike, you're in, you're on like the 27th floor of a building. You know what I mean? It's like, right. Technically your landlord is probably an amalgamation of multi-million dollar companies that have <laughs> ponied up cash. I've, you know, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, they have massive amounts of debt on the books and they're trying to clear that and they go, okay, well, if we rent this thing for the next 10 years, then we'll be able to pay off our debt and then we'll be able, it'll all be in the black from there, you know, that kind of thing. So, and then you have everyone down to like me, like a random dude with no job in a basement that bought a rental property to hopefully accumulate cash flow, right? A supplemental passive income. So you have like Pike who lives in a multi-million dollar high-rise with multiple floor, like a skyscraper essentially. And then you have me who owns one property as of now. So you know, I wanted to paint up with a broad brush and then go into specifics, okay? It all comes down to profit. Every landlord wants to know how much profit are they gonna turn? It's a business for the landlord, pure and simple. It's all just dollars and cents. And that's why you have some landlords are huge pieces of shit, slumlords, because they don't want to pony up any cash because they forget the fact that there's human beings living in their unit that have thoughts and feelings right. and necessities. And all they care about is a number in their bank account, right? That's Those are, those are the worst kind of landlords. Absolutely. So here are the factors that are driving rent prices that you got to look at. When you're... It's location, first and foremost. It's going to determine where and how much your rent is. So it's the neighborhood, it's the school district, it's for how much 
rents on that side of town are going for? Is it a nicer part of town? Because rents are going to be more expensive there. That's why it's the nicer part of town, right? You, We all know that shitty part of town that you're scared of going in during the daylight. Because it's riddled with violence. You don't want to rent there. They know that the only way to entice people of renting there are super low rent prices, right? And that's the only reason, that's the only exactly. way they can get people living on that side of town. Right. So location and then amenities, what's in the place? What do you have access to? Like Pike, I know you have a pool, right? There's probably a gym yeah. there as well. Pool, gym, exactly. Amenities. Those are going to obviously drive up the price. I don't want to harp on this. Everybody knows this. How big is the company that owns it? Again, a lot of people don't think of this, but how big is the company that owns your house, your, your unit? In the rental world, they're called doors. So they just talk, they call them doors. How many doors do you have? How many doors? That means single family house is one door. Uh, wow. One bedroom or studio apartment is also one door. So that's like the equivalent thing. It's just one door. So one unit. Those can vary in sizes. Oh. But it's, they call them doors. So how many doors do you have? Because if you're a huge corporation, to them, it might be cheaper to rent to someone and keep jacking up the price every single time they're there. Because they don't care. They know the turnover's there. If it's a single person that owns it, I'm less inclined to jack up the price every single month because I want to keep my tenant because right. tenant moving out is going to hurt my pocketbook more than a major company that has a thousand doors in their building, mm -hmm. which you could very well have Pike in your building. You know, you could have a thousand units there. No idea. I mean, it could have, I have no idea. I don't know the size of the units right. or anything like that, but it, it is possible. So they might go, just get them in the door. People don't want to move. And every year we're going to increase their rent 50 bucks, 100 bucks a month until they leave. We just milk them dry. Single, that's what I'm saying. Single people, like low, small entities, they're not going to want to do that. They're going to want to keep the tenant in there because they're going to maintain the property if they're keeping it nice. And it's better to have someone fill the property than to get a vacancy, right? Because vacancies end up crushing you. No one's paying them. No one's paying the rent. How do you pay the mortgage? So it's a little bit different. Yeah. Different, different ideas. So that's going to affect prices. The other thing, how to determine how much the landlord is making off you every month. It comes down to this. When do they, let, let's take an example of like a single family residence or a duplex or a triplex. It kind of works too. If you're in a major building, cause you could see when the building was built, this is all public information. So Find out when the building was bought or built. You can look online. It's usually on the auditor, on the county auditor site. They go through and they'll record when these were purchased. Okay? So if you if you go on like the county auditor and you find out that uh, the individual bought it two, three years ago, and it's a guy named, you know... Uh, uh, Dick Marks or whatever, and you're like, oh, well, Richard bought it two years ago. He's just a dude, and, and he owns it, and I know him because he's my landlord. I guarantee there's a good shot. I shouldn't say guarantee. There's a good shot 
that there's a mortgage on that property because it's not 30 years old. It's not 15 years old. You know, Richard's just a dude with a W-2 job. He's probably got a mortgage on that thing, right? So if you want to know how much he's, he's looking up, there's mortgage calculators online. So what you do is you go online and you can use them. You can even type it in Zillow. You can type in the address of your house that you're looking to rent in Zillow or Realtor app. You can go in there and you can type in how much is to buy this house, right? Because it's it has there, it has like an estimate. And then what you do is it'll calculate. It'll determine what they call the PITI, which stands for, uh, uh, principal interest taxes and insurance. Basically, how much is your mortgage every single month? So it'll spit that number out to you. The pity, right? What they call pity or PITI. Essentially, what the mortgage would run this guy. And you can see, oh, he's paying $800 a month, roughly, if he put 20% down. I'm paying $1,800 a month. This dude's making a grand a month. It's easy to think, right? Oh, he's paying the mortgage. I'm paying his mortgage. He's still pocketing a grand. Still not true. Because as a landlord, there's expenses that go in. So the general rule of thumb is that like 50% of your rental profit ends up getting eaten in the long run. Dude, the house needs a roof and that roof has a, there's a ticking time bomb on that roof. When is that thing going to start leaking? Right? Same with the water heater, same with the sink, same with the plumbing, same with everything else. It's 50% of all the money you've ever made gone due to things like maintenance, Capital X, like CapEx expenses, like a, a new roof, a hot water heater, that kind of stuff. Maintenance, uh, I got to call a plumber to fix a leaking pipe. Taxes, vacancies end up killing you, right? It's like if that thing is sitting dormant, you're not making any kind of cash. Eventually, 50% of your profit is eaten up by vacancies along with the rest of these factors. You're trying to keep people in that place as long as possible. That's why you want to keep your tenants happy. You want to give them a nice place so they don't move. Especially, if you, yeah, I'm sure if you got a good one, somebody that's like not, you don't have to worry about it at all. Imagine it's quite the opposite when you got five assholes who are college guys or whatever. But if you got like a family or just people that keep to themselves, that's got to be gold. Gold, dude. Yeah. Especially if you got a family with kids and they're in the school system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. They don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to. Yeah. Because you don't want to disrupt. Look, I can make the more. I can make the monthly payments on this place. As long as this guy doesn't jack up the rent, the landlord's going to be happy because there's no vacancies. They're maintaining the property. They pay on time. It's a happy, it's a win-win, dude. You're giving them a nice place to live. They're getting a stable, you know, stable place to live as well without the rent getting all jacked up every single year. Seems like a fair shake. You know, they're living in a good place uh, without being able to afford savings for a mortgage, that kind of stuff. I mean, it really does win-win. So, when you take that number and you work backwards, how much are you paying monthly rent? You find out what the PITI is, right? The monthly mortgage payment, if he's got a mortgage. You cut the difference out. So let's say you find out, let's just go with the 1800. You're paying 1800 a month in rent. That's pretty pricey, but whatever. Maybe it's a good neighborhood. You find out that old Richard Marks, that son of a bitch, he's married to Daisy Fuentes and he's a landlord. This guy's got it all. So he's... You know what I mean? You take out the 800 bucks, he's profiting a thousand, not really a thousand, because if he's a landlord, by now he's realized that money is fake 
because 50% of it is gone. So he's making 500 bucks a month off you. Now, you've got the negotiating power as a renter because you're like, oh, you're making 500 bucks off me a month. Say you got good credit score. Say you're like, dude, I got 780 as a credit score. I got a great job. I got a family. This guy knows I'm going to be moving in with the family going into high school. So he's thinking four years on this thing. You have negotiating power as a renter. You can be like, hey, look, you said 1800 a month. I got my son. He's going to high school, four years of this thing. Uh, I want to get him involved in extracurriculars. I want to be able to afford sending him to football camp or whatever. I don't know what you say, whatever. I could pay you $1,700 a month, which is a big deal. A hundred bucks a month is a hundred bucks a month. That's a big deal, dude. That's a, that's a lovely chunk of change. Definitely. He might go, you know what? This is my best candidate. He's got a good job. Background check came out. Credit check came out good. Let's go with 1700 And you got it. You can do that. A lot of people can do that because you know this guy's willing to sacrifice. He's got a little room to play with. Now, if you do the calculation and the landlord's only making $100, $200 a month, maybe they're making $35 a month off your calculation you know that they're not going to flex on that price you know that they're not gonna they're not gonna wheel and deal because dude they're strapped for cash and a lot of landlords are because they don't calculate these things some are accidental landlords they didn't mean to do you know they bought the house then they had to move and they're like i'm not i'm not selling this house i'm just gonna rent it out but they they just need to cover that mortgage they're not gonna flex on that onto that rent so Pike, if you're ever looking for rent, you can use this calculation. Nobody talks about any kind of advantage for the renter. They're always talking about, in personal finance podcasts, they're always talking about the, the investor and the real estate pro. Right. Yeah, you just, by nature, you feel like you're just, they got you by the balls. I don't own a house. I got to rent. So, okay. You know, it's that much. Sounds good. You know, I'm lucky to have. They kind of make you feel like that, right? <laughs> you're, yeah. You're, luck, you're lucky to get the place. Yeah. And they make you feel kind of like a piece of shit. I got to do a background check on you. You got to pay for the credit check. You got to do all this kind of thing. Do you let me see your income? You got, and I get it. And that to me is sound business advice. And as a landlord, that's what I'm going to be doing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You don't want, you don't want people to trash your investment. You want it in good hands. But at the same right. time, if I'm making 800 bucks a month profit or 500 a month, dollars a month profit, Pure cash, bro. You kidding me? And and the reason why I say know who owns it is because you know that the guy who comes over and fixes the toilets is the owner. He's more willing to wheel and deal if you're like, hey, look, I'll cut the grass. I won't paint the walls. You know what I mean? I I will I will maintain this house. They're gonna be like, that's all I wanted, man. Cause that guy's trying to send his kids to college with this rental property too. Right. But if it's a monster corporation, if it's an LLC, if it's some other big business, they're less likely to wheel and deal. So if you're looking to like rent a house or you're looking to rent an apartment, know who you're dealing with. Do a little background check on them. Flip it on them. And if you know like, oh, hey, this this unit, this apartment building Pike lives in is brand new and they're trying to fill it and it's only 15% occupied. 20% occupied. 
You could probably haggle that thing because they're so strapped for cash. They're going to be like, take it. We need we need people living in this thing because we need to start getting revenue. We need to start making some income. So that's another factor. Yeah. Okay. I want to try to remember if I did that moving in here. I think I did try because my buddy was at the time a leasing agent himself. So he knew the other side of it. And he's like, yeah, you can, you can, there's room, you know, they won't say it right away, but you can get them down a little bit, but I, I, I don't think I did. I think I pushed out. I mean, I tried, but then like, they're like, yeah. no, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I know. I've done that too, dude. The last time I rented, it was like, you know what I did? I negotiated my move in time. Cause they're like, oh, we got to clean. I got to do this. I need a week to clean. I was like, I'm coming there. I'm paying good money for this place. You need to clean it the day they move out. Cause I'm moving in the next day and I'm not moving into a dirty ass place. You got to clean it. And they're Ooh. like, they're Power like, move. yeah. Well, I was like, I was like, look, I'll sign it and I'll send the money right now. Cause I had, you know, you need like the security deposit. I'll send the security deposit and I'll sign this lease dude. Cause they're looking, they're looking to get that in. They're looking for a person to get in, you know, and you're like, I got the money. I got good credit. I need it clean. That's all I'm looking for. They're going to be like, okay, done. All they got to do is pick up a phone. You know what I mean? That's all yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. Then they, they put a big old mark on your name on the, their fucking tenant list. Like, all right, this guy's an asshole. Let's make sure to, you know, guarantee they won't. All they care about dude okay. is if that check comes in and doesn't bounce. Seriously. That's it. Yeah. That's it. If they, you know, I, the world after becoming like an investor and learning about money, the world is much more malleable than I ever thought. Even when it comes to like oh, yeah. bank loans and shit, one bank can say no, 10 banks can say no. And the 11th time you pick up the phone, the bank can say yes. It's not yeah. as, yeah, yeah dude. Not, nothing is as strict as I, like, growing up, I always thought, oh, these are the rules. We're going to follow them exactly like this because this is how people get done. It's like, no, dude. No. Way more room for, you know. Of course, and nobody knows that. Or nobody, you know, like you said, you grew up thinking that way. And it's like, oh, don't even bother asking. That's just how it is. Right. Huh. Yeah. I feel like people in less fortunate circumstances than I had think of like, you know, poor countries where you have to haggle everything and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like you're breeding hustlers. You're breeding people that will never pay full price for something. They will always ask for a discount and they'll find a way to get something financed. You know what I mean? Like that's just who they are. They're wired right. that way because they grew up that way. Yeah, and I grew. Yeah, it's up hard to train yourself or teach yourself as a, an old dog, essentially. Great point. It's a real forced effort. Yeah. So I want you, Pike. Next time this lease comes up, okay? If they try to raise that rent, just go. No, I'm not paying. I'm not raising. I'm not paying the raise rent. I'm here. You never fixed the dishwasher. I never had a complaint. I always paid on time. I'm not paying that thing. See what they do. Just see what they yeah. do. And I would do that because, I mean, we are paying a lot. And part of me is like, well, we don't need to be paying this much. So I'm kind of like one way or the other. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll leave. If, I'll walk out of here right now. That's the George Costanza yeah. at the car dealership. Yeah. You just threaten them. Say, I'll fucking walk out right now. 
I'm walking. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it. All right, real quick, let's get to the news that matters here. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. I thought there would be more. I thought we were... Uh, sorry to cut you off. Did we have more to go over? No, that was it. I just kept it short because I knew we would... Uh, I knew because we're it's late here. We're pulling back the curtain if you're watching yeah. this later. It's getting pretty late at night. We're trying to get this one in. We want to keep staying up on the... Uh, we want to be consistent. So I hope you got some value out of it. I just... I put no fluff into it. I just took a normal thing I would yeah. do and just stream blind bullet pointed... Here's some facts. Exactly. No, it was very good. Very in, uh, in, informational. But this news that matters, man, this is a crazy story. I don't know why this isn't on every news network right now. Because there's, uh, if you didn't know, the Albuquerque sheriff race, It's uh, there, there's right now uh, an election happening. And so it's pretty competitive. Like there's two guys, the one who's already the sheriff, the other guy running against him. Well, Sheriff guy is doing a uh, like a, a convention or like, you know, like a rally, essentially. Yeah. And so as he's up at the podium, in comes a drone with a dildo hanging from it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. It, it's drone hanging from a uh, from a, a dildo. Actually, flip that around. But so he's like. Confronted by this drone, which now starts to like attack him. Okay, bunch of people in attendance. Everyone's freaking out. And in the video, you can hear somebody yell. <laughs> uh, I gotta get. I gotta get the exact quote. Quote: So a woman yells, "Is that a dong on a drone?" <laughs> sure enough, it was. I love Albuquerque. What a great city, dude. I love this. Yeah, well, they found out who it was, 24-year-old person. Uh, he's been accused of it. Then they tried to grab the drone. They got a yeah. hold of it and the dildo. And so then he tried to, like, fight him off, and he punched the guy's hands trying to get his drone and dildo back. Uh, so now that dude got arrested. Oh, and now, God. But then, here, here's what got interesting. They started to suggest that it was the doing of the opponent in the, the sheriff's race. Really? Uh, yeah, a guy by by the name of Tim Keller. So he had to come out and make a statement <laughs> saying that it was, in fact, not him that had the dildo hanging from. They the, tried to the smear drum. Tim Keller's good name. They tried to just, yeah. just drag it through the cock and ball mud. How dare you? Oh, How oh, dare yeah. you? You know what? I, I hope the headline the next morning on the newspapers would say you know, as they're chasing down trying to get this drone with a, do a dildo hanging off of it, I hope they were like then, you know, sheriffs get cocky trying to catch prank drone. You know, I hope it's some <laughs> stupid great headline pun. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, I, you would hope. Yeah, but there, there's more here because now the guy that got in trouble for it, he came out and he said, no, it wasn't Tim Keller. It wasn't anybody. I don't even like either of these candidates. I'm a libertarian. Like, okay. Oh, boy. But then a He's Twitter like, account. Known. I lean right. And it's like <laughs> a real <laughs> bent, bent dick. Uh, I like how I explained that. It made it even funnier. 
God, I'm gonna go. I'm not die. looking at the video right now, so you, I'm glad you um, explained it. Thank you. Yeah. But I've, now I've, it got even more interesting, if you can imagine, because a Twitter account by the name of Dongcopter505, which is created in May, has come out and now claimed responsibility for the attack. Oh like a, God! Like, so nobody really knows who did it. Yes. Who do you think? What's your instinct? Dongcopter505, uh, the original guy, Tim Keller, <laughs> or maybe it was set up by Gonzalez himself. The oh, just to garner more attention for his own campaign. That, that yes. It's all a big ruse. Wow. What a mystery. Yeah. Holy oh. shit. Dude. Oh, man. <laughs> this is like a game I of love... Clue. Why people should do that more. If I that was me running, I'd be like, yeah, hey, guys, what if we, I don't know, uh, let's just get a drone with a dildo. Have Fly it show around. It'll Hit be me in the deal. face with it. Yeah, yeah. Just give me a couple of little yeah. cock slaps. Uh, really drive my <laughs> platform a little further. <laughs> a couple of, a couple of dick marks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's with Daisy Fuentes. Don't drag him into this now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's incredible. I don't know. I hope they find it. I'm going to go with it's probably the guy the cops thought they were, you know, because I it's not automated, right? You have to have a remote control. You're steering it from your phone or something, I would imagine. Yeah, right. And, you know, him fighting the person over the drone uh, makes me think it was his drone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to steal. Yeah, he's not an opportunist. Money. Yeah. He's like, ah, yeah. it cost me 400 bucks. Ah, I got to get it back. Oh, yeah. dude. I, we totally forgot to do. Let me ask you this, this episode. We did. Oh, can't believe it. The first one we forgot about. I mean, oh, well. Did you have one? Of course, I prepared them weeks in advance. Uh, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. I, I absolutely you, had one. You've always got a goodie on deck. I know yeah. That. I, I, give me these. Keep me up at night. Beercles is here. What's up? What's up? He says, dude, Beercles loves the let's ask me. Let me ask you this segment. I, I, look, I apologize. Shout out to the committee. I just got done. I had the whole agenda for the beginning of this. I was like, oh, we got to give a shout out to Ryan. We got to go through all the suggestions of who we should be Photoshop next to. We got to go. Uh, we got a freaking Mallorca, you know, Spain photo. We got things coming here. We got graphs. I got, you know, and Hesh. I got to try to have Photoshop pictures with, you know what I mean? It's like, what do I apologize? Huh. I'm sorry. What if, what sorry, if had, man. Real quick, sorry. What if we had a little drone, like a little animation of a drone fly out here, like the Dollar Llama, you know? Oh, we didn't yes. burn one at the beginning of the show. But uh, it had it was a drone with a little dildo that came in and hit us in one of the heads or something. I don't want that. That's a bad idea. Why would that be? I'm a guy, okay. It's a what? little, like, just niche, I guess. Like a little inside ball. <laughs> Gotta burn one. <laughs> gotta, burn, gotta burn one at the top of the show. Oh, God. All right. This is the latest we were ever doing an episode. I'll tell you that right now. All right. Look, we got to wrap this thing up because both of us are exhausted. That's it for the show. Thank you so much for being here. Look, if you can, 
Tell a friend to join the special committee over there at Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Boom, look at that. Oh, God, it's gorgeous. I don't need to hold one up. It's on the graphic. Uh, look, we're at 28 patrons now. When we get to 30, that's when we're pulling the trigger on Project Payhem, which means you will get to vote at what public practical joke we will thrust out there into the ether. Uh, you know, I've gotten some in the past. I hope you can say it on, bring them on back because hopefully you put that in your pocket and then what we'll do is we'll throw it up on Patreon. We'll all vote as to who is, I guess the best idea, who's got the best idea. And then we'll, we'll throw all the money from the Patreon. We haven't tapped into that towards that public practical joke and it'll just be hilarious. We'll all get a kick out of it and we'll all blow some money because hopefully we're all living below our means and saving cash and wheeling and dealing with landlords. You know what I'm saying, Pike? I hear you, man. I'm doing it. I'm trying. Two more. That's it. Two more patrons on Patreon. And that's all we got to do, man. So let's make it happen. All right. Make sure that you are. Uh, oh, beer. Cleese is asking drunk line coming soon. Dude. Yeah. Maybe we should throw a drunk line on the show. That'd be fun. Yeah. Check out. Do a How's drunk that line. Work? People, uh, Call and leave a voicemail while they're drunk. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Say anything, anything they were, their drunk heart desires. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? If you go on anchor.fm slash sparks radio, you can leave messages there. Just a heads up. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you can't leave voice messages. Yeah. You can leave voice messages. Or if you're on Instagram and you're following at Pike Taylor radio on Instagram, you can send him a little selfie video. Saying whatever you want towards Pike. We'll play it on the show. That's always good. I'm on at Sparks Radio on all social media. Send it to me there. DM it, man. We'll put it up on the show. It doesn't have to be a phone number. Uh, it would be a, hilarious to see your face as well while you're drunk and doing this whole thing. Uh, Beerclee says, the blue committee sticker is my favorite. There you go. Absolutely, dude. That's the member of the special committee. Um, that's it for the show. Any last words, Pike? Are these dick marks normal? Those over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here. Hey, come take a look at these dick marks. <laughs>